morning, Adam. Hello, Jack. Another nice sunny day in Cleveland. Always a good day when it happens. We should do this year's drive. Drive on our podcast day. Drive to where there's sun if there isn't any in Cleveland. <laughs> it's going to be one of those over overcast, dreary days. No part of it. Well, depending on the on the week, it might be longer drive than others. Maybe we'll need to plan a couple days ahead, Jack. Make sure we get that. That's right. We'll, we'll take the uh, weather report, the extended weather report, and, and go from there. There you go. Good. So how you doing? Good. You know, uh, it's been an interesting, interesting several months here in uh, in this year. Just uh, looking backwards and looking forward at the same time. <laughs> You know, trying to rediscover some old stuff here, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh well, I guess you never stop rediscovering, do you? <laughs> your experiences your experiences carry you to where you are and you think back sometimes of different times, not always good, not always bad. Just like today will be some good stuff, some bad stuff. But you go back to discovering, rediscovering old things you sort of not run out of things to do but you what what used to be fun what used to be therapeutic kind of loses its way then all of a sudden you hit some walls and you get into situations that make you reflect when you reflect you think about things you used to do and some of those things aren't too bad so you rediscover them again right being on your age health Whatever else you, you you think is important, you know, all of a sudden things can become rediscovered and put back into the into the routine. Yeah, and we'll share some some thoughts and stories in that today in terms of some things that we're we're rediscovering, not only from a personal standpoint, Jack, but also I think from a from a business standpoint. That's where this stuff always always goes back to business at some point, right? In terms of as we circle things around here. But I think it's yeah, it, it seems like we're all programmed to want to try those new things, Jack, right? Always something new, something different. And we want to take today to kind of let's put that aside for a minute. Let's look, let's look back a little bit. And uh, you know, there's chances are there's some things that you were doing. Maybe it was only a few months ago, maybe it was a few decades ago, or somewhere in between. But it's usually helpful to kind of revisit some of those things, just to kind of test them out, especially the things that I think you liked or things that worked. And so, it, what what do I mean by that? So. Um, and I'm guessing much of our audience might be able to relate to this, Jack. This past 18 months, there's been a lot of science talk going around, right? About viruses and this and that, and mutations and variants, and who, you know, who knows what else. But for me personally, listening to all those discussions brought me back to my high school science classes, Jack. And I wasn't really a big fan of my high school science classes. And so uh, listening to these people talk about all the science stuff the last year and a half hasn't gotten me excited about science. It's gotten me go, hey, you know what? I didn't like that stuff 30 years ago, Jack. I'm still not a really big fan of it, right? <laughs> of it now. Okay, so I kind of, I'm going to leave that thing in the past, you know? So f- for things that you probably didn't like, uh, chances are, don't start there because chances are you didn't like them, you know, 30 years ago. You're probably going to like them too much today either. But it's maybe some of those things, like, like you said, Jack, that maybe have kind of, you maybe drifted away from. And some might have been conscious or it might just, again, life happens. Things happen, you know, you know, just your situations happen. 
And so the idea of trying to maybe look back at some things and, and, and say, hey, is this worth maybe spending some time on again, you know, in terms of what's kind of going on? So well, I think as, as we oh, go on. No, I would say, well, as we're starting to kind of do this and sort of reflect upon this, you know, I've, I've had a lot of that kind of going on for me personally over the last several months, but then I've discovered with you recently, you've had some of that kind of going on as you've been attending some of your alma mater football games here the last, uh, the last couple of weeks, you know, <laughs> you got a couple weeks in a row now, you're going to high school football games that you, you know, you've attended off, you know, on and off over the years, but I would say never on a regular basis, you know, in terms of the last, you know, years that I've known you, right. From that standpoint. So, so yeah, it kind of got me thinking about this in terms of, well, maybe it's not just me going through this kind of a rediscovery phase here. Well, a lot of times uh, the life's experiences aren't to a point that justifies why we withdrew from, from those things. I mean, at the time we made decisions or make decisions, it's, it's appropriate for that time. And as you go forward, you've learned more in life and somehow those decisions to abandon those uh, make perfect sense. I mean, they're, there's something that just seems to fit at that time. You know, taking a business track on this, things like meetings. Look at when we first started out. We've been together in our coaching practice for 20 years. And things that, that get knocked around badly by most people are meetings. They're a waste of time. They should be, be uh, thrown out. And let's not make more meetings. They're never productive, blah, blah, blah. There's... there's Blind criticism of them because people, owners of businesses who have conducted meetings haven't put a lot of thought into it in terms of what they want to accomplish. So we've always been advocates of meetings if done right and if done well. So it's kind of redoing the same thing. You're, you're, you've eliminated meetings because they're unproductive, but now all of a sudden you've learned more about how meetings can be good. And you're rediscovering it. You know, the, the, the same thing could be uh, about, the same thing you could say about plans. Remember when we first started out, how, <laughs> how the word plan just denoted academia and 50-page documents with terms and charts that most people didn't understand. And, you know, just the, the whole idea of doing a plan that way for small companies just didn't make sense. But people understand the need for plans. They just don't know how to do them. And when they fall prey to somebody who's selling 50 pagers, uh, they're going to get a bad feeling about them. But you come back, we have come back to accept the fact that plans, we don't, we don't like a lot of what they connotate yet, but they're, it's inevitable. I mean, you have to have success with a plan in mind. I mean, the two go in there, they're inseparable. Yes, they are. Those are those are two those are two great examples, Jack. Right, it used to be referred to as the the P word, right? The P word of planning. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things. You look back and where you you've had some successes or you spent some time, and so you know, one of the things that sparked it for me is this last year. I've, I've probably played more golf here in the last two months, Jack, than I've played in the last five years combined or eight years combined. I know you've been you've been moving along pretty good. Well, for those who know me, you know, just growing up, you know, my, my teenage years, even going into my, my college years, my early 20s, you know, I spent most of my days on a golf course, either caddying or playing golf. And so 
you have all that time and, and I had some success, you know, I was, you know, I did pretty well as a caddy and I was down to a single, you know, low single digit handicap in golf. And I came to the point in my, you know, early twenties realizing that I wasn't going to be a pro golfer. And so at that point I kind of just, I started to work, you know, I went to New York and, you know, I was putting 120 hour weeks and you, you had not much time to, to, to kind of golf. Right. So it just kind of, it was on the side there, you know, and, uh, and, you know, we moved back to Cleveland and all of a sudden we started having kids. All right. Now I got kids going on. And so it just kind of felt, it kind of fell out of love with the game. You know, it, it wasn't anything like I would say bad, bad that happened or it just, again, it just it, other things kind of came up or it's like, eh, you know, where do you want to spend my time? You know? And there was really never kind of a burning, I don't know, desire to kind of do it. And so, you know, over the years, you know, I think as many of us, we get invited to different outings. And so a lot of times I wasn't even playing golf. I was just going to golf outings, you know, and you play these scrambles, right? And so it's not, that's, that's not really golf. It's just, you're hitting shots and you're hanging out with people and it, 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 it's different, you know? And uh, so part of, I think what started to kind of recapture for me is, you know, I guess just a stage of life I'm in now, right? As we have our, our oldest now is off to college. Uh, you know, our youngest is a sophomore in high school now. And so I have some more time available, you know, where I was, you know, president of the PTU and doing all that kind of stuff when the kids were in grade school or, or coaching sports or, you know, just you know, different things that all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> some, some time's free, but also kind of, you know, circles back with, you know, one of the guys I used to caddy a lot with has been a, you know, a dear friend of mine since, you know, since we we're teenagers. And, uh, you know, when you have people that you've known for 30, 40 years like that, Jack, those, those are folks who are, um, they're folks you're just completely open and honest with about everything because they because they know you from 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 back in the day, right? So, exactly. So they don't mince words. They're honest with you. They aren't going to judge you. They're just going to kind of tell you how things are, right? But also they they tend to push you in different ways. And so this one guy has been, like I said, been a good friend of mine, and he and I have always kind of pushed each other in different ways. And so what happened was we were he and I hadn't played golf in years. And he and I just went out and played, you know, we want to go out and you know, we start hitting some balls, going to the range. We want, we want to play playing a little bit, you know, and I think that's helped kind of both of us. We kind of just talk about it where we kind of rediscover what we loved about, you know, some of the, you know, the game and the, and, and the competition and things like that. And, and so, yeah, I've started to kind of rediscover that. And it was kind of almost like kind of a combination of those two things. And so, okay. So again, as we're thinking about it from, from, you know, what does that mean from what we're not necessarily just a personal standpoint from a business standpoint? Well, are there other things that we could be doing to kind of be looking back at things that were maybe successful for us? And, you know, I was talking to somebody earlier this week and he was recounting, you know, he's been in business for 30 plus years and he's recounting the early years, Jack, in terms of what he did to get started. And he talked about some very simple things in terms of how he got his first customers. And so he said, Hey, you know, I wore out, you know, a couple pairs of shoes going around knocking on doors, right. You know, just knocking on doors. And he also mentioned, you know, doing some cold calling, which, you know, I have, have an affinity for. I, I spent, you know, I spent a summer doing 300, 300 cold calls a day, you know, for a stockbroker kind of smiling and dialing. And so he's describing those in terms of how he kind of got stuff kind of going, Jack, right? And it's interesting to kind of think about that. Well, can you go do that today, Jack? Can you go knock on people's doors? You know, it's a lot, you know, it's rare that I get anybody kind of knocking on my door anymore. And that was rare before COVID. I mean, I was, but after COVID, it's even less so, right? <laughs> but, you know, people have all these non-solicitation things. So even just trying to knock on doors is very difficult, let alone cold calling, right? He said back, back then, he said, if you got one person out of 100 to kind of engage it, you know, that was good. Now, just try to find a live person, right? But so you look at some of those things, so, hey, maybe that, 
that's not something that, that I may would would want to do, you know, from a from a marketing standpoint. But if I look back at the early days of of MVP and our coaching practice, Jack, you know, we we're really big in terms of doing some networking stuff, and so. Um, you know, we were going to chambers of commerce stuff. We were, you know, we were both part of BNI, you know, which I think many folks, uh, we, you know, who are listeners, many of our clients know, know very well about BNI. Those are very, those are good things. You know, I, th- th- those are good things at the stage where we're at to kind of get things kind of going, but we kind of, I don't want to say outgrew those. We just kind of, we kind of gone in a different direction from that, but those are things that we started to kind of revisit a little bit, Jack. Hey, is that something that maybe we should start to do again? And what we decided was instead of networking that way, we decided to kind of, you know, take a, maybe a little more modern version to it, right? And using things like, like LinkedIn and different tools online like that to kind of maybe try to, to try that instead. You know, using the same kind of principles in terms of networking, right? In terms of, you know, what do you do? How do you, how do, you do your 30-second pitch? You know, how do you tell your story? How do you engage somebody to kind of tell their stories, right? And these are all the same things that I was doing at B&I or at the Chamber of Commerce meetings or the whatever after hour things are kind of going on, but now to do that and using technology, will it be on a phone call? Will it be using something like a zoom, but there's ways where all of a sudden you can, you can do things that, 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 that maybe have worked for you. And as you, as you said, Jack, as, as your perspective changes, right? As, as the months and years go by and your experiences are different, when you look at that same thing, you might look at it with a, you know, a little different angle and it maybe a little tweak here, a little adjustment there, or maybe, or maybe it makes sense to kind of bring it back in. It's been time. It's time to kind of, you know, the, the, kind of come back around again, right? So it's trying to revisit some of those things and, and, and not always have to look for that new thing per se, but let's go back to some of the things that, that, that were working for us. You know, hey, maybe there's some applicability to it today and trying those things out. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's you, you, you have to keep, when someone says, uh, just keep an open mind. Well, yeah, you make some hard decisions, such as the planning that we, you know, talked about, and and you got to revisit those with an open mind from time to time. This this uh, this really wasn't a bad idea, but the timing of it wasn't right. Now the timing of it is right, and you blend that with technology, you blend that with more awareness and experience. I don't care how old you are, how much experience you are or you had, you can always get more. And when you do, and if you have an open mind, that's how good programs are, are developed ultimately. Just, you know, like you're visiting it and you're aware of it for the first time in your life, you know, and plug it in again and see what happens. Time is right with modifications. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big deal, personal or business-wise. Yeah, and if you take some technology, you know, it's it's interesting part of this too. You know, I got a text from my brother a couple months ago, and he said, hey, he said, are you available tonight? It's not Tuesday. I said, are you available tonight at 8? I said, for what? He says, well, I have some buddies of mine, and, I, and, we, and we play Euchre every week. Uh, for those of you who don't know what, what, what Euchre is, Euchre is a card game, okay? I played Euchre a bunch growing up. You know, my, 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 my dad's family, you know, played it a bunch growing up, and so we, we would often play it at holiday gatherings or family, you know, you know, family outings or just, you know, just on the weekends. I, we, we, we play a lot of Euchre, right? And, <clears> and even going to school in Michigan, you know, Euchre is pretty big in Michigan. And so there are little different rules or adjustments, but we, we, you know, we play Euchre there too. And Jack had been, it'd been years since I played Euchre, right? And I said, well, what do you mean guys play Euchre? I said, well, we're doing it virtually, right? So instead of the four of us getting together, he said, you know, what we do is we, the, the, there's an app that we all download on our phone that has, you know, has the game. And then we get on a Zoom call. So we can all see each other. And you, you know, so you're playing the game on your app together. 
And then you're on a Zoom call, you know, talking to each other and engaging with each other and talking smack to each other, right? Good stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, you know, over the course of the last several months now, I've, been, I've become kind of the, the prime substitute for this group, right? And so not every week, but maybe, you know, a couple of times a month, all of a sudden I'm now, I'm joining, hey, you get a text them or, hey, are you available tonight? You know, we, we need a sub. Okay. You know, and it's been, you know, it's been a lot of fun. You know, it's been a lot of fun to kind of, you know, be able to kind of rediscover that. Something I hadn't really thought about it. I didn't even know that my brother was doing that, you know, but he, you know, he invited me and I'm like, okay, well, here's a chance to take something that, that I really enjoy doing, you know, and, you know, you know, playing this card game and, and to do it in a way that's very simple, very easy. Instead of having to, to leave, like, you know, and a lot of folks are into their, you know, that they have, they have ongoing card games or poker games, stuff like that. Right. It's the, you know, it's the guys getting together, you know, this night that works great for me. You know, it's, a, it's an hour, you know, we'll, we'll play two, three, four hands and, you know, we'll, you know, we'll play against each other and different stuff. And, but, you kind of log on, log out. It's, you know, it's about an hour. You know, you don't have to drive anywhere. People, you know, they're often maybe having a drink or whatever while they're playing, just like you, you, you would in person. You just, you know, now we're doing it virtually. Right. And so, okay. Now that's what's wrong with that. You know, New technology, same old idea. That's right. Right. I mean, it, it has a whole different feel for it and, and it's good because it was good back then. All right. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> one of the things that, that's never gone out of style, Jack. And it's something that, that we encourage folks to revisit a lot is this concept of KLT, KLT. And that three letter acronym is something we've talked about a lot here on the show, Jack, of uh, no like, and trust. That's the KLT, no like, and trust. And, and having that, that list of KLT people for you, folks that no like, and trust you, you know, that is that has stood the test of time, Jack, and, the, and certainly the the twenty years you and I've been together. But even going even going back, you know, from that, in terms of having folks that you know, like and trust, and and tapping into them to have them help you, whether it be from a business standpoint, personal standpoint, whatever it might be, but to have have that list of know, like and trust people, and it's one of those things that again, you, you don't just do it once, right? You know, maybe you had a know, like and trust list you put together twenty years ago. Well, chances are that, that that should be updated, right, and changed because, you know, the people who had that list twenty years ago, you may not have talked to them in a little while, right? Or you, you know, maybe you should. But <clears throat> it's one of those things that I think many of us might might forget about in terms of, you know, tapping into those folks, right? You know, so 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 next week, you know, you and I are going to have lunch with with, the, with with somebody who's on that list for us, who's a past client of ours, who we, we stay in touch with. We probably see him or you know uh, talk to him certainly a couple times a year, but. You try to get together with them on a regular basis just because as you get together and get update on stuff, things often happen. There, there are things that we can often do to help each other. And you, you often don't know until you sit down and kind of talk to them about what's kind of going on. But from a business standpoint, to have that know, like, and trust list, Jack, and that's one of the things that we'll, we'll include. We have a simple little spreadsheet that we use to kind of help get people organized on this. Because one of the things that we discovered as the years have kind of, you know, kind of gone by well, it used to be that the no like and trust list may have been your Rolodex, you know, the old school Rolodex, you know, right, right. around everything else or the black book or whatever else it might have been or something in between. But it was often something written down somewhere or there were cards somewhere. And as technology has come into, come into play, well, we still have some of that paper stuff, right? We still have, you know, people still have, still have business cards you know, and stuff like that. But a lot of it now goes more towards the technology, right? Towards, you know, towards our phones or our email or things. And it, but often what we have found is, folks don't have that list of people necessarily in one place of folks who they know, like, and trust. And many times too, they aren't necessarily thinking about all those people. They, it seems like we often will compartmentalize ourselves, right? Between 
hey, I'm in a business mindset right now, or I'm in a family mindset right now, or I'm in a volunteer mindset right now, whatever it might be. Like we have these different, I don't know if you want to call them silos or ways we may think about stuff versus, hey, if somebody knows, likes, and trusts me, Jack, they know, like, and trust me, you know, and that, that means that, that, that they can probably help me. So the fact that I know them because we, you know, happen to go to church together or on a, you know, on a bowling league together doesn't mean that we can't help each other from a business standpoint too, Jack, right? Or vice versa. Because if somebody knows, likes, and trusts me, one of the key, you know, uh, ways to figure that out is that if that person came to me to ask me for some help, would I be willing to help them? And that usually goes both ways in terms of being able to kind of help. And so to have that list with you and, and, and to be updating it. So if you haven't, if you haven't done that in a while, if, if that no, I can trust list for you is a bit dusty and tired and old a little bit, you know, got to blow it off here a little bit and dust it off. Take a look at our notes. We'll, we'll have as part of that. You can download a, a simple little spreadsheet that we've got that gives different categories of, of folks to kind of think about who some of these people might be. But it gives you a place to put them all in one place, Jack. So you've got them all there. And picture the power of that. No matter what issue, challenge, opportunity I've got in my business, if I got a list of people who, who know I can trust me, whether that list be 50 people or 500 people, somebody there or somebody's on that list can help me. And it's uh, Jack, it's so hard for me to think about that person. If it's just in my head, right? If, if, but if I'm looking at a list of people, all of a sudden, different things start that's to right. trigger you'll, that you'll, way. Yeah, that's right. Memories will be jogged and opportunities will be conceived. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't people do that more often? Uh, why, is it, why is it intimidating with, with most people to, to call, even old friends? Why isn't that done more? Uh, <laughs> I, don't uh, know, uh, I don't have uh, the answer for it. I'll be guilty of the same thing. There's you a know, lot of reasons, uh, people. Yeah. There's not one reason. There's a lot of reasons why people do that, right? They'll talk themselves out of it. Well, hey, they don't, you know, they don't like me anymore. They, you know, it's been too long or whatever it might be, right? It's irrational. Um, it's an irrational process. That's for sure. But it's pervasive. You know, most people, most people have difficulty with that. Well, one of the things it does, though, it's very energizing, Jack. Yes, when, you engage, when you engage in early trust people, it can be very energizing. Not can be very energizing in a positive or a negative way, I guess, right? So if all of a sudden, hey, I realized why I didn't talk to that guy anymore. Screw him, right? And you hang out, okay, that, cross him off. Okay, well, good. You, you kind of cross him off versus, hey, how come we haven't talked? I mean, you know, you know, she and I get along so well. Like, why haven't we talked in a couple of years, right? Or again, there, there's some ways that we can help each other. Or, or hey, I didn't realize that you were doing that. Hey, I'm doing something similar. Even just kind of, again, just getting caught up. Often there are things you're just like, oh, okay, here, here's something that, that we can do to help each other. But again, if these are folks who know I can trust you, they're folks who want to help you. It just becomes difficult at times. And, and often it's our fault. We're making it too difficult for people to help us, right? And so that's right. A, a very simple example is if all of a sudden you're, you're looking for help from a know I can trust person as it relates to maybe you finding some new potential customers. Okay, well, that's great. Well, if you start with a list of, of companies or people you're trying to meet, that's a great starting point to be able to show that list to the person who, who's on your know, like, and trust list, because it makes it very easy for them, Jack, to go through, hey, either I know these people or I know somebody at these companies that I can help you or not. Okay. If, if I do great, you know, tell me how to, how to do it. And you know, what should I say? And you know, how does that go? If not, okay, well, hey, I, you don't know anybody at those people, right? Or, or, or if I don't know any of those companies, or you might just have a, 
more broad profile in terms of the types of people you're looking for. Hey, I want people that are involved in this or people that, that are at this type of level. But, what be? but we have to give them some guidance, right? We have to kind of try to make it a little easier for them because if we can do that, then again, it makes it easier for them to help us. And if we're able to define what we're looking for, so maybe it's, again, maybe it's, you, you, you know, as we all know, Jack, one of the biggest challenges today is finding people, finding good people. Well, oh, hey, that's the truth. Well, why not tap into your know, like, and trust list? You know, it's funny. You know, one of our clients has, has been trying to hire different engineers in that. And, and, and one of their key people, uh, they keep having people show up that maybe, hey, I, I used to work with that guy 20 years ago kind of thing, right? One of those. And we've had that happen a number of times where all of a sudden there's people that have, and well, hey, what's your feel on that person? Well, you know, she seemed great, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, like, hey, there's a positive or, or a negative feeling about that person. Okay. So that will often drive our, our judgments of what we're doing today. Well, I mean, come on, you know, I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago. Neither are you, right? You know, we, we have certain, a certain core of us that, you know, but in terms of how we do stuff and what we're doing, what we've learned, you know, people may, may have adjusted quite a bit from that standpoint. So re-engaging with people to kind of talk about stuff, but if you're looking for somebody, what a great way to kind of tap, Hey, I'm looking for people like this. Hey, who do you know that fits this kind of a bill? And, and what's wonderful about the know, I can trust people, Jack, is they'll just tell you how it is. All right. It's not going to be like when you, when you get referred to somebody from a, or it's a stranger on the street and you, and you call to do background yeah, checks. They tell, yeah. tell you the BS, what you would think that you want to hear. It isn't a, a nice, honest free flow. Right. 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 So, well, that, there's no question that the past holds lots of secrets for the future here. <clears throat> and to, to blow off the dust from, from time to time, that makes great sense. And in a lot of ways. It's there. It can be therapeutic. It can be helpful from a business standpoint, from a personal relationship. But, you know, it just, there's a lot of pluses to it. <clears throat> so, yes, we can rediscover old things, Adam, and become new again. Yes, we can. And, uh, and we want to kind of just put the show out there today to talk about this a little bit, Jack, because I think, again, most people, I don't think are doing that or they aren't doing it on purpose or they're afraid of doing that. And, and they're, they're always <clears> pushing <throat> towards something new. Well, maybe take some time the next week and go to something old, right? It's not, I feel like I'm talking about like, like somebody getting married here, Jack, right? It's something old, something new, something borrowed and something blue, right? So <laughs> But this week be the something old week, right? Let's kind of let's kind of go back and and again we we kind of gave some different examples today. Like you know again you know from a, a personal standpoint, maybe that's that's the place to start. You know, is it something that, that you used to do years ago? Yeah, right? or are there people maybe you used to you used to talk to years ago that maybe you have reached out to to kind of touch base with, even during you know even during this pandemic. So why not reach out and kind of touch base and kind of see because often those older things can spark some good things going forward and different opportunities that you didn't maybe see back then, Jack. That's very good advice. Adam. Very good advice. <clears throat> All right. So any parting words of wisdom or is that what we got for the show today, Jack? That's it. You know, rediscovering old things and, and uh, giving them a fresh look. And usually after you do that, if there's, there's no biting, you don't want to do that again. Those then drift off into oblivion. <laughs> you don't consider him again because he's just verified the fact that's that's not appropriate anymore so right yeah some people don't change or <clears throat> you know, maybe, maybe you you haven't changed either in certain ways but yeah it's but it's it's always kind of good to kind of again look at those things and, and think about it because again and start with the things you've had some luck with 
or some success with, right? Again, not those negative, not like me dealing with <clears> science, right? That's not, not what I'm talking about, but we're talking about some, some positive memories and some, some positive things that, that, that have worked for you in the past and positive people in the past. So let's spend some time here in the next week or so kind of trying to rediscover some of those things, some of those old things and see what it might mean again for you either personally or do the same thing for your business. You know, look back to things you were doing five years ago, eight years ago, three years ago, you know, and what people and things, are, you know, make sense to kind of test out again today. So give that some thought and try it out and, and let us know how you're doing. And we, we, we always love to hear feedback from you. And you can do that in a couple of ways. And, you know, you can give us an email at radio at MaximumVP.com. You can also give us a call, 877-849-0670. Uh, the show today, this is episode 280, Jack. So we've, we've got 280 mm. episodes wow. uh, spanning the last five plus years. You can get them all at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. You can search for them there. If you click on the episodes link, you can go there and there's actually a search bar there, Jack. You can either put in a question or a topic of things you're looking for, and, and, and it'll populate with different podcasts that are there kind of covering that covering that topic in, in a variety of different ways. And we've, we've covered most of these topics over the years. You know, there's not too much we haven't kind of covered in, in one way or another from, from, from various angles. So uh, if you search on a question there and it's not not hitting home, send it to us. We'll, we'll be sure to, to, to be able to build a share on that question for you as well. Um, if Very you, good. If you got a smart <clears throat> device, why don't you take that to whatever your, your favorite podcast player, whether it be iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and subscribe to Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and it'll be delivered to your smart device every week. We usually drop a new show every Thursday, so it'll be dropped. Uh, it'll be be available for you every Thursday to kind of get that and be able to listen to it. So that's what I got for this week, Jack. Uh, it's been a great good, show. Thanks good stuff. Listening. Good stuff, and uh, it makes sense as always. So, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye.